Well, hey, everybody. I just thought I'd do a little vlog and video and podcast going to work. Today is Friday, uh, whatever it is. It's not Friday after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. It's the Friday before Black Friday. So sorry, I don't know the date, but got a little bit of fog here. It's kind of awesome. I like it. This it'll burn off and be gone in about 10, 15 more minutes. So it's not like we live in this shit all the time here in Arizona. So I was uh, reading an article by the Tenth Amendment Center. And uh, if you don't subscribe to or watch or listen to the Tenth Amendment Center, then you're really doing uh, yourself and America a real disservice. Mainly yourself and your community and your family. Because, you know, we're, we are patriots. And, and, and you kind of got to ask yourself, you know, what's going on? I get so tired of hearing that all the time. It's, you know, I want my country back. You know, where'd all our liberty go? Why is this happening? Oh, my God. And this is coming from the conservatives and, and the, you know, the patriots, the preppers, the survivalists, you know, all the normal people that don't want to see liberty just flush down the socialist toilet. And yet, uh, I kind of asked myself, uh, well, who voted for these asshats? that are sitting in uh, Congress right now trying to railroad, you know, the president, you know, with this impeachment bullshit. Well, that would be uh, the people in your state, county, and congressional district. Those become the House of Representatives. Those are Congress. So when you, when you see that on the ballot, and you're, you're, you're electing a representative. That representative will go to Washington and be part of those hearings. Maybe not those because, you know, they've already been elected. But this is, this is how it works. See, you, you go to the ballot box and you elect a representative which, I don't know, maybe a lot of people don't understand that, that when you're electing a representative, that person becomes part of Congress, the people that are having these hearings. So, those people, a lot of them from states and districts that supported Trump, are the same asshats that are doing this impeachment bullshit. Well, who, who elected them? Well, that'd be you and I. Us. We the people. All of us. All y'all. And so when you, when you look at it and you go, what, what the fuck are they doing to Trump? You know, America don't believe in that. And, and really, 70, 80% of America don't believe in it. Um, we put them there. We're the ones that put those people that are asking those dumbass questions to, to all the witnesses. Um, we put them there. So it's, it's on you and me. 
And so, uh, you know, the Tenth Amendment Center had a a blog and a video um, the other day, I think on the 20th, about the Patriot Act. And this is part of a, a new bill that they're pushing through to fund the government from, you know, another imaginary shutdown. And at the very end of it is a, you know, a continuation of the, the Patriot Act. And, and so we're going to reinstate it, whatever, refund it, basically arm the people that are stealing your liberty with more of your tax dollars, your guns, your, your badges, your fancy fucking t-shirts and whatever they wear, alphabet soup. So once again, that'll be you, your money, your tax dollars, and your fucking congressman and woman that authorize this. And, and it'll just slip on through because God forbid we let the government shut down. It should be the greatest thing ever. You know. But no. They're going to they're gonna continue to fund it and, uh, and, and, and just steal more of our liberty. Probably as they refund it, they'll give it, you know, more teeth, more authority, more shit. And, and, and I... And I read the, the brief outline. haven't got a chance to, to watch the video by Michael Bolden yet, but I'm sure it's just going to be heinous. And I go, what the hell? And, and we always do that. We go, what are these people thinking? Well, that, that's a really fucking good question to ask before you elect them. But we don't. And, and so, you know, it's it, it just trudges along you know it, it's like uh, one of the communist leaders from russia during the cold war once said you know it's it's two steps forward and one step back and and the one step you take back is always very planned and and it's very deliberate so when people start crying you go okay 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 we're gonna back off they take a step backwards and and it's so deliberate and and so well marketed that everyone goes, oh, thank you. We're back to normal. No, you're not. They just took two really large steps forward in areas that you didn't see them sneaking up on you. And then when you go, hey, back the fuck up, they back up. But those aren't the steps that are really the damaging ones. You know, so they always uh, make a big show of the step back. But the, the steps forward toward their goal of total communism is, is less obvious. So it's just like the Overton window. You know, it's just Russia's version of the Overton window. You know, it's two, three steps forward, you know, one or two back. But never more back than the progress forward. Never. So, this is what's happening in America. And this is one or two of the giant steps forward that we're seeing in America. The Patriot Act happened after 
you know, homeland security, all this surveillance state, you know, everything. Because of homeland security that was created by George Bush after 9-11, it's like, you know, he put in his buddy Tom Ridge and created this thing out of whole cloth and fucking nothing and said, we need this. Because, see, 9-11, you know, it, it happened. Whether it was a conspiracy or just a bunch of fucking crazy people that didn't like us and flew airplanes into the building, it was still used to move that agenda two, three steps forward. So they didn't let a good opportunity go to waste. And that's not just a cliche, you know, Saul Alinsky type mindset thing to do. Everyone does it. It's like, oh, while the, you know, while the cat's away, the mice will play. Well, we were all away flipping out going, oh, my God, oh, my God, 9-11. And, and getting all caught up in the, in the fucking weeds about who did it and was it missiles and really weren't airplanes and steel don't melt at this temperature. It's like, I, I don't really give a fuck because the Constitution burns at a pretty low temperature. And that's what happened. You know, so Bush used that opportunity and didn't let it go to waste. And his fucking Illuminati skull and bones buddies or whatever. I so don't give a shit. You know, it's just these bad actors that have an agenda contrary to, to yours and mine uh, ran with it and they ran, you know, 50 yards and now you know everybody's like well we got to push him back oh, okay let's push him back five yards yay look at that we stopped them well this isn't a football game there's not just four quarters and then it ball changes no it just goes on and on and on and whoever's in control of the ball and whoever's pushing forward and making the you know the offensive and defensive moves is 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 who's winning the game and the game is just one ginormous fucking touchdown. It's not like four, you know, quarters and then it's like, okay, that was, that was nice. Okay, let's regroup and go to the locker room and think about what we did wrong. No, when you, when you go to your locker room to think about what you did wrong, it's over. Game fucking over. So, you know, I just, you know, I talk about it with Don all the time, you know, and, and you know, on our Two Crazy Guys show on uh, Contra Radio Network. And I, I think you can find it. It's ContraRadioNetwork.com. It's uh, CRN.best, which for all the podcasts. And, uh, you know, that's where most of my efforts have been lately. Why I haven't been podcasting is working on the ContraRadioNetwork.com website because, you know, we're all part of that and we're trying to build something. So, you know, we talk about it and it's just like, you know, why are we talking about this shit? We're talking about, you know, the, the, the weather. See, like that fog, it's all gone. Here we are, look, clear skies. You know, but we were so caught up in the fog that we just stopped the fucking vehicle and sat there and stared at the fog for three years, going, this is awesome. What caused it? Global warming? You know, no, it's the temperature conversions between this and that and the other fucking thing. Well, no, I, th I think it's a low cloud. Ooh, can clouds get that low? Well, we are at 3,800 feet. Well, that's kind of a cool theory. Let's spend the next fucking election season talking about the goddamn fog. Or we can just drive on past it and go, oh, look, the world is still there. 
we were stuck in the minutiae trying to figure out some theory that no one gives two flying shits about. Nobody else that drove through that fog even noticed it because they were up on the freeway and it was lower. Or, or they were in and out of it and they went, oh, that was kind of cool. You know, down the road they go. Only people that think about it are the ones that live in there, you know, like the swamp creatures in D.C. that live in the swamp. Outside the swamp, here where there is no swamp, we have to, to live with our life. And we elect these hats, and now here we are. So, you know, the people you elected into Congress are the same people that are impeaching or trying to impeach your president. Got it? The termites have infiltrated the foundation. And we're talking about the kind of wood that the foundation is made out of and just wringing our hands going, well, I hope it's, I hope it's the kind of wood that the termites don't like to eat. Fucking call Terminex. Jesus Christ. You know, so... We elect these, these people, and then they go off to Washington, and there's no accountability, which we've allowed to happen. We let them, you know, crawl into Washington and stay there instead of coming back to their districts and giving us a heads up of what the fuck's going on. They allowed the senators to be elected instead of, uh, um, you know, appointed. Because, you know, back then, you know, you could just call up your senator that's being a jackass like Schumer and all these fuckwads and go, hey, get your ass back home. You've been recalled. Be like, you're fired. And they go, you can't do that. I'm elected for six years. Well, no, you weren't. But we allowed, we, our grandparents allowed the 17th Amendment, I think it was 17th or 16th, you know, amendment to be passed. That Now we elect these asshats for Six years. All of this shit could have been stopped. And, and, and it doesn't mean we need to break out the guns and the ammo to stop it now. It could be changed over time. And it could be done during this election. You know, because if you got a, a representative that's, you know, part of the squad that's out there, you know, some socialist asshat that believes in Sharia law and all that. And, and they got elected by a minority, but the rest of the conservatives stayed home and went, well, oh, I care. I don't want to be called a racist. You know, get out and change it. Get them off the ballot. Run somebody else. Get involved. Representative seats aren't that expensive as compared to, you know, Senate and the president. Yeah. And, and if that don't work, get involved locally. Your county commission, your mayor, your city council, get involved there. Because you can run for 10 fucking dollars and maybe become mayor in some of these smaller areas. And then once, you know, these rural areas start getting their heads out of their ass, they can push and force opinions onto the bigger areas that have, you know, big cities and big populations. And you don't even have to use force to just sit there and go, well, our city's starving and there's garbage in the street. And we're like, hey, all the outlying areas are kicking ass. Well, what are you doing wrong? You know, huh? I don't know. Figure it out. You elected them. 
you know. But we don't have to worry about the big cities anymore than we have to worry about Washington, D.C. Worry about your house, your neighborhood, your little town. You live in a big city? Fucking move while you still can. Pack up. I mean, do you love your job and your career so damn much that you couldn't replace that income? Living in an area with 50 to 60% lower taxes and lower cost of living, less driving. I mean, if you did the math on a spreadsheet, you go, well, I get 150000 a year living in this shithole city. But the taxes and the property taxes and the, the regulations and, you know, driving an hour every day to work and the gasoline and the, and, the, and the meals out because I'm not close to home and all that. And you put it all on the cost side and you subtracted it from your income and the cost of living and the gallon of milk and all that and, and, and added it up. You'd go, well, what it costs me to eat and breathe every day in a normal lifestyle is this much. I could get a job at Podump and at a, at a, a fucking feed store and buy a house for, you know, you know, less than what I have equity in my house. Sell your expensive house, flip that bitch, get the hell out of there, buy three houses in a small town and rent two of them out, get a shitty job, and you will be probably 10, 15% ahead financially because of all the cost. So if you, if you don't like living in a big city, leave. You know, you're an American. Just fucking pack up and leave or go out and fix it. But we don't have many more elections, you know, coming. You can see by the writing on the wall, and I'm not talking to all these liberal, you know, democratic, socialist dickweeds, because they're, they're working in their direction, and they're changing it. They're taking the pillars of American freedom and liberty, and they are winning. Why can't we? There's more of us. Why can't we? Because we got the momentum. We've had, the, we've had the higher ground for 250 years. We are the moral, righteous, liberty-loving, freedom-loving majority. And yet, we let all these whiny-ass little crybabies run roughshod over our government like a bunch of kids throwing a tantrum in a daycare. It's like, shut the fuck up and go to your corner. But we allow it. We allow it. You know, we let them use words that, oh, you know, I don't want to be called a racist. Okay, well, you know what? Let me get this out of, in the open for you. You are a racist. Now, we're going to count to 10 and see if you're still breathing. Uh, uh, close enough to 10. Are you still alive? Oh, well, look at that. Mark the Prepper guy just called you a racist. And you're alive. You live through it. Wow. That's fucking progress. So who cares if some jack-off in the media or in another state or another district accuses you of being a racist? Are you a racist? Because you go, if you are, then you are. If you're not, then you're not. You know? 
Get comfortable in your skin. Who are you? Are you a racist? No. Well, then fuck them. Get over it. Put up a fight. Just sit there and cower into a corner because a, a minority of maybe 10% of the, the people in America that are alive think you're a racist? Okay, good. I called you a racist. You're a racist. You're a homophobe. You hate everybody that's not white. Let's take another 10 count here. Still alive? Yeah. Oh, you survived it. Do you live next door to me? Are we neighbors? No. So what the fuck do you care what I think, what I said? Most of the people that are calling conservatives racist and hate mongers and fear mongers and whatever lunacy batshit stuff they come up with don't even live within a thousand mile radius of you. Fuck them. So I'm on this rant because every day me and you know Don talk about this, not only on our show, but you know Don talks about it in his podcast and I talk to people, I live in a very conservative area, and you know none of the, the liberals that come into my retail store and talk to me, and I find out they're liberal because we talk, you know, they've never just went, well, I'm not going to buy from you because you're a racist. They don't feel that way either. They just, they have concerns, and they're like, I don't know. But when you drill down with them and go, do you really want America to become socialist? And they're like, oh, hell no. Those people don't speak for me. Have you ever, you know, talked to somebody that's African-American or black and said, do you really believe what your spokesmen are saying about whites and blacks in America? They'll go, no, that person don't speak for me. You know, most people don't give a shit about what everyone is saying they think because they don't speak for them. So... We're, our country is, is really on an abyss, and I've said this for years. But we passed the point of no return 80 years ago. And, and it's only a point of no return because nobody wants to turn around and go back. We're just marching off the edge like lemmings. Use your head. Elect good people. Think about what they're telling you. And then if you can't, you can't figure out their record... Watch them on the news. I mean, these people are on, your representatives are constantly blathering on about something. Tune in to CNN for a couple hours and, and listen to your representative that came from your district. You go, what the, what the hell is he talking about? What, what did she just say? I don't feel that way. And you know what? Start a podcast. Start bitching. Local podcast. Now, this is the voice of bump buck Egypt. Congressional district, whatever. Did you hear what that bitch just said about us? You get a couple hundred listeners. Eh, that's not bad. You know, do like the old rock bands used to do. Put it on a cassette or a DVD and hand it to your friends and go, this is what's happening. Listen to this. Create a little one-page website for damn near free on Google. Google has websites now. You know, it just populates it. Or Wikipedia, you know, Wix. Costs you, you know, $20 a year. 
put your podcast out there and start telling your friends that think like you that live in your district. Here, listen to this. You got something to say about it? I'll post it. I'll have 100 podcasts on there from all my friends and say, these people are crazy that live in our district. Localize it. Don't just sit there and whine. You know, we've all had kids. We've all gone on trips. The kids are in the back. Do you want me to stop this car? You know, how sick of it do you get listening to him? Go, he's on my side. He touched me. She, she made a funny face. Are we there yet? And these are our kids and we love them. It's like, shut the hell up. So you, you have to, you have to you know, get involved and, you know, and get sick of it and go, shut up. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to literally stop the car and throw the kids out of it. And we're not going to literally stop America and have a revolution, are we? No, you just need to explain to them who is in authority and sitting in the driver's seat of that car. It is you, not the kids in the back, not the kids in Congress. We let them get out of our, our, our leash line here. We let them move and go to Washington and act with you know, total immunity to everything we really want. You know, so go to some town hall meetings and go, look, you keep going to Washington and saying stuff we don't believe. I've got 10,000 signatures on a petition to get your ass unelected. Stay home or lose your job. Get grounded. Do you want me to stop the car? They'll listen. So then on, on another note, and I should have done this in, in 10, 12, 12. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this little rant up because it's been 26 minutes. Maybe Don can put it on our stream at ContraRadioNetwork.com. And if you haven't listened to our, our stream, just go to ContraRadioNetwork.com and uh, click on the Live 360 uh, menu button or go to the bottom of any page and there's a Listen Live, big old image there. Click on that and listen. I mean, mostly it's music right now because we're having a hard time filling it with content, but eventually it'll just be 24-7 content. You got a podcast? Yeah, let me know. You got that local lot podcast, you know, from your area? Let me know. We'll put it out there. We'll help you. So we got Thanksgiving coming up, and, you know, that's kind of what got me onto this first rant was like, yeah, what do we really have to be thankful for? I mean, yeah, we got our, we got our home, and we've got a job, and you know all the shit. And I'm thankful for my AR-15, and you know somebody bought me some really nice night vision stuff. I'd be really thankful, but that's that's not, you know, I've always been thankful that I, I was born in America. I was free, and we still are for the most part. Until they, until they tighten the noose. You know, a dog thinks he's free to roam around until he hits the end of that leash. You know, you got one of them re, retractable leashes. You know, most of the time they're not going to run out past that area, you know. And you just go, hey, come here, hey, come here. And they, they think they're free. 
boy, they take off after a cat. They hit the end of that leash. They know they are not. And that's us in America. We, we think we have freedom and liberty, but we're just on a retractable leash. And you say something wrong, do something wrong. You're going to hit the end of that leash and find out you are not free. And that leash isn't just the end at the borders. It's, it's right around in your local community. So what are you, what are you thankful for? You know, because see, the, the pilgrims, when they left persecution on the Mayflower and all that and came over here, uh, they were going to try to do this community commonwealth kind of living. Socialism, you know, one of the first, you know, attempts at socialism in America. You know, big community storehouses and, you know, everybody worked and everybody ate from the same piles and, and, you know, it fell apart really quick. In fact, after a year or two, they were about to die. And, you know, the, the leader, he's like, okay, well, gave everybody a piece of land, said, this is yours. Whatever you do, grow, farm, make, it's yours. This no longer goes into the community pile. Um, good luck. See you in the spring. Hope you don't die. Because they were, they were dying. The die-off was amazing. You know, and it was in the next year they had abundance because everybody was doing what they liked doing. They worked harder in their field. There was no bickering about, well, why should I do this when that big ass over there is not doing shit? Well, he says he's working. Well, sure, yeah. He's the manager. We don't need a manager. We need people pulling fucking weeds in this place. And they were so up, they had so much abundance that they gave thanks. And, you know, they had enough to share with the Indians and stuff. You know, it, whatever happened with the Indians, I don't, I don't really even know if that was truly part of Thanksgiving. I mean, there was a big feast and they were grateful and they shared. But, you know, before that, they didn't share. It's like, I'm not going to share that f- food with them people. I don't even know them. We all grew this together. It's ours. So there was no... There was no charity. There was no ability to give and help those in need. Because why? Because oh, it was part of a community. You had to fucking vote on it. So, I mean, if you really study, uh, you know, the true uh, meaning of Thanksgiving, and, you know, Rush Limbaugh does a Thanksgiving special every year where he really drills into the actual history. It's not Rush's opinion of Thanksgiving. It's just notes from the journals of, you know, all these people that lived back then and the guy that was in charge and their charter when they left Holland and came over here and stuff and what their big plan was. It failed. It failed because it was socialism. It was just called something else back then. So it it didn't work. So we're free, but, you know, in America, and Thanksgiving is is great time to think about what you're free about, you know, and, and what makes you happy. But let's, uh, let's not be so superficial about night vision and, and, and stuff. Are, are, are you free that you have freedom of speech? Because you know you don't. Are you happy about that? Is that what you're going to give thanks for? Thank you for the Patriot Act. Thank you that I elected a socialist Democrat to be my representative. Because he or she is doing such a good job of, you know, running our cities. You know, and we got, you know rampant, you know, homeless people 
those are humans, you know. They're 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 trying to live on the sidewalks of your community, and and they've allowed it to get so bad that people, you know, look down at them with disdain. Those are human beings. I'm not saying feed them, build them a fucking house. It's just like your government in those communities, like California and everywhere, where it's just rampant. Those are people you elected, and they ran it so poorly that that happened. Because you know what? That didn't even happen in, in, in our history in America when we were really free. You know, it, it, it just didn't happen. And you can't just blame it on masses and numbers now. You know, it, it, it's poor management. You know, if you went to work for a company and, and they couldn't pay you and your checks were always late and every once in a while they, they didn't even cash it at the bank because they were broke and, you know, your, your equipment was falling apart and unsafe. Would you sit there and go, oh, the fucking Republicans? You know, it's, you know Trump is done. Years of, you know, Republicans talking about self-sufficiency and all that. It's their fault. Or would you just look at the management of the company and go, you guys are all a bunch of fucking idiots and quit. It's the same thing. It's management. The cities are being run like shit. And if you live in one of those cities, uh, that's on you. You and all your neighbors elected these lying pieces of shit that continue to take your money and squander it elsewhere and not even take a course on city management. So are you thankful for that? Are you thankful that, you know, we have endless wars? Are you thankful that after 9-11, we have homeland security? Really? Are you thankful that when you get on the airport to go visit your loved ones during this uh, holiday season that you'll be strip searched by a minimum wage Nazi at the TSA? Because for some reason, after 250 years, we, we realized we had a border and we were out of control. No, it's just bad management. We live in an open society. People are going to come in. And if people that are supposed to be monitoring that shit aren't doing their fucking job then shit like 9-11 is going to happen. But rather than fix the problem, they just put a big $40 million a year Band-Aid on it. Why? Because somebody's friend's brother's monkey's uncle needed a fucking job, so they hired him at the TSA. I, I, I need to get breakfast. Boy, that sun is motherfucking bright. Um... But I, I'm just really kind of irritated, and, and I'm sure most of you are, about what's going on in America. And, and if you're thankful for it, then yeah, you're probably a Democrat. Because no person that believes in freedom and liberty and free markets and true economic principles is thankful for any of this shit for the last 70, 80 years. Are you, are you thankful that you know, 40 to 80% of your state has been seized by the federal government for some bullshit 
reason, like a fucking wildlife sanctuary or a, a fish hatchery or a forest service or a park. You know, it's your land. It's your state land. It was given to you during the Enabling Act to where you could use that land, not just strip it, but use it, sell the logging, you know, with proper management and make money for the state. So you could pay for homeless shelters with state money being derived from oil companies that are, are paying your state billions of dollars to poke holes in the ground and follow the rules. No, you know, that money goes to the federal government. The federal government squanders it. And then they go, these fucking oil companies. Huh. They should pay for this. They already did. They paid for the lease in your yard. But see, the government took the money that you were you were renting, uh, you know, an acre of land for somebody to do something on. And then instead of the money going to you because it's your land, you know, someone else is taking it. And then they're they're doing all this shit. And then all of a sudden, everybody on your property is like, hey, why don't you put up a fence? It's like, well, you know, I don't have any money. It's like, well, make them pay for it. It's like they already paid their lease. And what's that do? It creates division. So are you thankful for that? Are you thankful for a, an FDA that still after, you know, 70 years of knowing how to help people lose weight and have better health still tell you to eat carbs? Even though they know that, that the paleo diet existed for a million years and, and people live longer? Is that, is that, are you thankful for those lies? Are you thankful for the IRS that unconstitutionally takes your money? Are you thankful when you look around your community for planning and zoning because you live in a well-planned, master-planned community, but you can't fucking raise chickens? Really, are you happy about that? Tell you what color dog you can have because it's become so oppressive. So we have to, we have to think about it, and and we have to, you know, I, I'm not trying to be a, a a doom and gloomer, but you know, this Thanksgiving holiday when you're sitting around with your family and the people you really love and are thankful for, think about what we're losing, what we once had. Even just a couple generation backs, what you know, what did our great grandparents have that we do not have anymore? I mean, you know, because they could do things we can't. They could, you know, go homestead and build a ranch because the government wanted, you know, people to move west. So you have to think about it and go, okay, I've lost a lot of things, and then you have to weigh it. You have to go, was this loss? worth what I gained from it you know like a lot of people tell me they like planning and zoning because they don't want their property values going down well that's fine but you know for the most part it's it's a short-term uh, thing you know five years from now the whole neighborhood's going to change no matter how pretty it is no matter what color they painted everything and and, and society is going to move past that and that neighborhood's going to become from ownership to rental to abandon, back to ownership, back to rental, because that's what the cycles are. And so every five, six years, you know, you it's all going to change. But hey, you lost all your freedom to actually put a fence in your yard, change a water heater, pick the color you want on your house because your neighbor's going to paint it yellow. 
and you're like, oh my God, I hate yellow. Well, you know, that's as oppressive as, as, as not letting somebody move into the neighborhood because of their race or their color of their skin. You know, to me, it's the same thing. You know, a lot of people say, Mark, you're painting with a broad brush. It's like, no, I'm really not. If you're not going to let somebody fix their property up and paint it a color because of property values, when you say, well, here comes, you know, here goes the neighborhood, you're talking about property values. There goes the property values of the neighborhood. So are, are you thankful for that? Weigh it out. You know, what did I lose by allowing this to happen? And did I gain more freedom than I lost? Because anytime you lose freedom, the gain is never enough. You know, it's like they said, if you will sacrifice liberty and freedom for security. You'll end up with nothing. And that's where we have ended up. We have, you know, so many oppressions. And, and if you're paying attention, you look at it and, and those are those giant steps forward. And then every once in a while, we'll push back and they'll take a step back. That doesn't mean they haven't pushed you out of the room when they're done moving forward. They just backed up every once in a while when you really raised your voice. <laughs> okay, I'm back. And then they just walk forward again into your space and you back up and you back up and then you go, stop it. But if you picture it like you're in a bar squaring off with a bully or an angry mob, you know, they might back up once in a while. But at the end of the year or the day or the hour or the argument, <laughs> you're standing on the outside of the bar. Because every step they took forward was progress. And the ones they took back just weren't enough to unwind it. So think about it. Um, not the most uplifting um, podcast I've ever done for Thanksgiving. But you know what? Uh, I hear the rumors that, you know, we're getting close to a revolution or civil war. And unfortunately, I believe it. We really are. Nerves are frayed. People are at their wits end. More and more groups have more and more power. And they can, they can tip the scale. And the federal government would just love that shit. Boy, then they could swoop in with martial law or whatever bullshit edict they come up with. And they got us more under control. And eventually people are just going to have enough. And snap. And you're seeing it with all these mass shootings and stuff. I talked about that. It's just regulation that's putting us in a box and making us get claustrophobic and we want to bust out. Unfortunately, when we bust out of the box, uh, that's considered a crime, you know, depending on how you bust out. So, <clears throat> you know, we don't, we don't have a lot of time left. And, and if we start thinking about it and we start voting right and really putting our, our heads on and really getting involved and, and learning not the bullshit they're teaching now, but learning what the founders wanted for this America in that, that lightning in a bottle, that dream, that light on the hill. If you really study it and you go, that's what I want, then start working toward it. And you can do the math. You can weigh it out and go, you know, I don't really like that. I like, I like planning and zoning. I like taxes. I like having skin in the game. I think that we need to have health care for everyone then that, that's your, your opinion. And, and do that. But eventually the masses will all get together and vote and then 
you'll find out that only 10% of people believe like you do. doesn't mean you're stupid or wrong. It just means that you wanted the house painted green instead of brown. No big deal. It'll change again. You know, keep, keep fighting for your fight. But the majority of people in America, I don't care what color they are. I don't care what nationality they are. They want freedom and liberty. They want to be able to raise a family. There's, the, there's a, a handful of extremists that just want to come and kill. Just like there's a handful of sociopaths and murderers and rapists. The majority of America, black, white, Mexican, brown, yellow, doesn't matter, want to be free, want to be left alone, want to work hard and buy nice stuff for their children and, and for their family and put them through school and have a nice vehicle and be left the fuck alone. That's why they left their country, because they couldn't do nothing without somebody coming in and robbing them, taking it, screwing with them, killing their children. They didn't want that. They just want to be left alone. It's like I invented a widget. Wow, I want 10. And he goes into his shop and he makes them. And no one steals them from him while he's delivering them to your house. Just wants some law and order. That's the majority. And everyone else is just a bunch of people crying for attention like a screaming brat in the back of the car. So, obviously, I'm in a, I'm in a, in a bad mood, which I have been lately, because I'm just sick of fucking looking at this shit. And I'm sick of hearing all this crap on the, the news about, oh, you know, will Trump get impeached or not? Well, you know, who's going to be the next president? Who's the nomination? It's like, you know, there's so much shit going on in America, and we're talking about this fucking dog and pony show. And it's 24-7. And it's like there's so much more important shit. But rather than worry about the big bills you have to pay in your budget, you're worried because you don't have a beer. You know, it's like set your beer down for a minute and, and pay your bills. This is America. We have problems. There's China. There's trade deals. There's negotiations. There's shit going on all around the world. And we're focusing on whether Biden... Hunter Biden committed a crime and that we can blame it on the president. So that's all it is. Joe Biden already admitted on tape that he did the same thing they're accusing Trump of doing. He extorted the the government and said, fire this prosecutor or you're not getting your aid. He said it on, on the news and he bragged about it. Meanwhile, they're just trying to dig up any shred that Trump might have looked at somebody funny and he did the same thing as, as Biden did. It's like, really? So the, the bar is now so low that if you just think about this thing, you're worse than the person that did it 200 times in a row? Fuck that. So start looking around and, and, and just seeing how can you change things. Change the things in your house. Change the things in your neighborhood. Change the things in your community, in your town then your county, and start working on your state. And by the time you've spent all your time and money trying to fix things up around those areas, uh, you'll be dead anyway, because that takes a long time. Quit worrying about the federal government. Their laws don't apply to states. So elect a good sheriff, and, and people will figure that out really fucking quick. All righty. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm sorry. Um, 
You know, these are the things I like talking about, and and uh, and, and we need to pay attention. I mean, it's it's on us. It's my my few faithful followers and listeners for all the years that, you know, no one else is going to fix it. You can't call the plumber to fix the leak. You have to, you have to, you have to learn and fix it yourself. Pretend there's no plumbers. Fix it. It's America. Fix it. You're smart enough. You know, had a little disturbance in the force of the family, you know, this holiday season and you know, two people are fighting and arguing and they don't want to come together on, you know, Thanksgiving, which just fucking pisses me off. And, and, and I'm like, you know, from what I've heard, you know, from both of you, you're, you're both the smartest people on the fucking planet. Figure it out and stop bugging me with your drama. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, I, I, I don't want to. It's like, you're so smart. Fix it. Oh, you're not that smart. You just want to whine. See, just like. These Democrats just want to whine. They can't fix it. They just want to whine. So look at what's going on in America as like you have a leak in your pipe <clears throat> upstairs bathroom and it's dripping down on your dining room table. You're just going to let it happen? Or are you going to figure out what the hell's going on and fix it? Now pretend that every plumber you call is out. They're just too busy. They're closed. They won't, they won't be able to get there for two weeks. Oh, well, then fuck it. Let it just keep leaking. No. Watch some videos. Learn some shit. Read some articles and fix it yourself. Or at least figure out enough to where you can turn off the water to that part of the house and stop the leak. And as you're doing that, you'll find out there's all kinds of PEX fittings and everything that can stop that, how to turn off the water, cut that pipe, cap it, and move on until the plumber shows up. The more you study, the more you learn, the more you learn, the more you can fix shit. This is your country. It's your community. It's your family. It's your children. And soon and someday it'll be your grandchildren. Fix it. Please. I beg you, get involved. I'm trying to. You guys try to. Maybe we have a hope in hell. I hope you guys all have an awesomely wonderful, fantastic Thanksgiving. Find something to be thankful for. And as you're making that list, if you can't find that much and you find that there's more on the bad side, then go out and fix it. Hope you have a great holiday because I probably won't be back before Christmas either. But maybe. I don't know. Got a new year coming. So, I love you all. Have a great one. Take care. Be safe. Bye-bye. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space. And we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.